everyone. Welcome back to yet another episode of our podcast, European Stories from European Volunteers. This week's European comes from Lithuania and crossed the Baltic Sea to volunteer in Budos, Sweden. Currently, she's back in Lithuania in Vilnius, but is pursuing a master's degree in Sweden. So, Vilja Nimantje, thank you for joining us. Thank you for inviting me. <laughs> You're not so far away from Sweden, but you decided to do a, an EVS project, a volunteering project. Why did you decide to do it in the first place? Yeah, mostly because at the time I was like not really enjoying my life or yeah, my work life. Mostly I was working for a huge corporation and just was really stuck in the rut and not fulfilling like my personal goals or needs so that's why for sure mm -hmm. and did you choose sweden for any specific reason or or how did you decide the project that you decide or how first how did you come about this opportunity and in the end how did you choose your project specifically um Not sure how to answer the first question. I probably heard about EVS uh, back at school, like many, many years ago. And then somehow this opportunity just popped up and I was just like really, really scrolling, browsing and so on and just checking what is out there and there was this ad saying like urgent we need a person blah 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 and I was just like reading all the info and thinking oh this is like so interesting and so so completely different what I'm used to so I was like okay this one really fits the bill so I just thought why you know okay but From my experience, it's also a very easy opportunity to take in. So was that also a factor for you? How easy it was to participate in this volunteering project? Mm, yeah, it was rather easy because probably I was really like, it was more like a spur of moment. I was like, oh, they are right now looking. They really need a person. And I was like, oh, because somebody dropped out. I was like, okay, sure. And then... They just called me and like saying like, blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds amazing. And then like less than a month, I just somehow moved to Sweden. Nice. Yeah, I mean, it's, uh, it's kind of a change, an immediate change. You don't really expect that. Um, but let's start talking a little bit more about the volunteering and what you did. When you arrived in Sweden, what was the first impression that you got? What was the first thought that occurred to your mind? Okay, so at first I thought like, whoa, uh, this is really like a simple kind of lifestyle. And the city itself reminded me of Twin Peaks. Mm -hmm. So, and I was like, okay, this is very intriguing. And I know somehow everybody seemed a bit more down to earth or just mm -hmm. approachable in a sense. Okay. And the accommodation that you stayed in, uh, how was it? Or 
was it this in, in this small town and who did you share did you share it with anyone or how were you living uh so i was basically living in a barack kind of house so mm-hmm. all of us were living on the same floor on the second floor so there were like uh, 12 rooms or so so i had my own room my own fridge my own sink etc okay and it was it's social housing place yeah, yeah it was definitely social housing because there were also some refugees living like in the same house but at the same time it was pretty good comparing to some other places okay and this accommodation that you mentioned there is a social housing was it also related or the reason why you were there was it also related with the work that you're doing uh, no, not really. I would maybe there is like a tiny connection that the accommodation itself was uh, offered by the local municipality, and I was working for the local municipality. So, what, what were you doing with them? What, how were you working with the municipality? What were your main tasks? Mm-hmm. So, my project was a bit extraordinary in a sense so it was like a dual project so like three days a week I would go to the municipality and plan lots of events for the local youth including social media project uh, mobility projects and just advertise man promotion engagement just lots of planning organizing and finally going to a place and, and meeting the youth like face to face and all this type of the different work with the youth and the planning uh what was the thing that stood out the most to you in terms of what was the thing that kind of enriched you the most that you liked the most in the end so I haven't finished actually. So the second part. Sorry, sorry. The second part of my project was actually working with, how should I put this, troublesome or mm-hmm. just unprivileged youth coming from different walks of life. And okay, my colleague and I, we worked with several groups and we trained those people for an internship abroad, like their very first internship abroad. So we taught them English. We kind of provided them with certain social skills. We played a lot of games. We talked a lot about culture, shark, communication, lots, lots of things. So that was like a bit of card and rewarding experience i would say and so you mentioned about the cultural shocks was there or could you share some of the uh, some of the comments that you or some of the discussion that you had with these uh, colleagues of yours because i mean for me coming from portugal and now living in sweden there is a cultural shock and of course in sweden you have a lot of people from a lot of different places for you coming from lithuania was there anything or that you that was a cultural shock for you <sighs> that's a tricky question um, <laughs> um maybe how much 
they love transparency, meetings, and just communication and this investment in people. That was something that I really was like fascinated by and I personally really, really loved. Mm -hmm. And it's like, this is great because you have like a say no matter who you are. So last question regarding the volunteering. Was there something besides this rewarding things and in your daily work that you had? Was there something challenging that you had to face and to overcome? Uh, um, Well, it's always not very comfortable to talk about challenges, but at the same time, we can't grow. I mean, we should be transparent to our listeners. So, (laughs) I mean, you only tell whatever you're comfortable with. Oh, sure. Yeah. So, of course, there were certain challenges like working with troublesome youngsters and meeting their needs and Mm -hmm. meeting my own needs as a sort of coach or trainer and helping them. And yeah, that was challenging because you if you raise the bar rather high, then you may get disappointed at some point. Mm -hmm. Trying not to raise the bar too high. Would that be like your learning that you had from this, uh, from working with the troublesome youngsters? Or would you take out like, what did you learn from it? Yeah, I could say so. Not raising the bar too high. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, just (sighs) taking small steps. Yeah. And not like bashing yourself for every single mistake or just not letting yourself say that, oh, I just failed. I'm not good enough. You just you do what you can do. Yeah. One step at a time, right? Yeah. OK, so now we're. Imagine that you are at dinner with some friends and. We're, I mean, you're talking about life in general, and they're asking you about your volunteering experience. So they ask or they want you to share some of your experiences. And the, the, the question I like to ask or imagine that your friends ask this is what was the craziest story from your project that you had during this year or that you could share with us? Yeah, <laughs> the craziest story. Okay, uh, so our coordinators organized us a camping trip, and some of us actually went to the nature reserve and spent a night there. And it was like a very extraordinary experience because it wasn't just about like camping, sitting in front of the fire or just eating or enjoying the nature. But also it was all about going out there, exploring the nature and being like <laughs> in the nature. Like uh, our corners arrange us some tasks and we're supposed to go there and find certain like birds or s- certain plans or something like that uh, whilst working together as a team and that was a very good move from their side because we didn't manage to work as a team in like very good manner because once you have to work as a team and reach a certain goal and assign like different tasks you just see like how impatient or how bad you are at certain things 
at the same time you understood that you or you try to collaborate with each other but sometimes i mean there are people that also can't uh, i mean you can be professionals but uh, uh, it's not that you are the best match with everyone so it also makes uh, perfect sense as well but thank you for sharing so usually we just i, I just ask for the craziest story Would you like to share like the happiest memory that you have? The happiest memory. Yeah. Probably in general, I would say just seeing myself growing as a person and the people I was working with, mm -hmm. uh, like seeing them to grow as like step by step and seeing them change and learn from every single task we had given them and yeah seeing that picture like the bigger picture okay we're almost reaching the end of today's episode and in this part i would like to ask you some quick checkout questions so nothing too big you can just say the first thing that comes to mind and maybe give a small explanation for it mm -hmm. so first one How would you describe your volunteering project in just one word? I would say probably humbleness. Why humbleness? Uh, probably because I believe I have grown a lot as a person during that year. And especially when you have a lot of anxiety and you can't ground yourself as a person and then after a certain amount of time you see like oh they had been some kind of progress because i can actually overcome certain situations and deal different certain people and with myself next one what is the thing that you miss the most from volunteering oh the city itself And the nature, yeah, that probably, because whenever you like move away and you kind of settle down and just accept that that's your home, you just... You feel complete. Yeah, in a sense. And last two questions. What song represents your project or this year that you spent in Sweden? And why did you choose it? What song? Uh, probably there's this song called Boros Boros and <laughs> it's a very silly dumb song with very very ridiculous lyrics uh, but I have chosen this one because we actually sang it during somebody's farewell party so and it was like very <laughs> epic party because we had like big karaoke and just sang very loudly and it was something okay so for those who want to listen to this song you can check it out on our playlist we'll leave the link in the show notes and last question what does solidarity mean to you that's a good question mm, probably Yeah, giving without expecting anything in return for sure. 
And then also always having somebody else's back, no matter what the circumstances are. So I believe solidarity is very much based on equity. Nice. Thank you for these nice words. Thank you for joining me and for sharing your experience today. We've just reached the end of our episode. I would like to tell everyone to join in for next week. Thank you. 